<laughs> Welcome to the Make It Last podcast, episode six. Episode six. Where we are doing a whole lot of living. Yes. Quite a bit of laughing. Oh, yeah. And loving so intentionally. Oh, you know I love that part. I know you do. <laughs> Man, baby, you know what? Um, It's been a good week. It has been a blessing. It's been a good week. And hard work pays off. Yes. Man. We finally reached 100,000 followers on what sometimes seems like the hardest platform to grow Whoa. on Instagram. <laughs> and we finally, like I said in the video of our reaction to the number changing on our follower count, we found our people. Yes, yes, though we did find our people. Be sure to check that reaction. It was just, oh man, it's, it was amazing. It was great. It's amazing. It's amazing. Speaking of Instagram, so <laughs> I saw a post about. It was a post by Keita Rose. All right. If you are into inspirational speaking and motivational speaking, Keita Rose is gonna give it to you. She's gonna give it to you raw. Yes, she does. And I absolutely love her. Uh, and I love where she stands on a lot of topics when it comes to love and relationships. And she was, I guess, canceled for a video where she disagreed that um, lacking in sex in a relationship gives a man or a woman the right to cheat. Mm. She I commend did. her for uh, I commend her for uh, staying behind her beliefs. Yeah, I commend her for it too because it definitely when you're trying to grow on social media, it is hard to stand by what you believe in when so many around you do not agree with that. Yes, and she stood firm in that, and it came back up again. The video clip that supposedly canceled her came back up again on TikTok, I think, and so oh. she used that as an opportunity to mention it to basically dive into it again okay, okay and i couldn't agree with her more uh no one has the right to degrade and demoralize you by going out and and and, and being unfaithful yes they don't you're unhappy leave yes i mean you gotta, <laughs> we, 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 we're human beings having this experience in life yeah. the best thing you could do is leave instead of just causing all bad experience in life if you want to go experience that, leave that person to go experience it. Find yeah. it somewhere else. You You're not to, gonna find it where you at right now. No, you have to lead in everything you do with kindness if you're ever gonna truly be blessed in life. And you stepping out on your partner because you know this week or this month or whatever may have been a bad month in your bedroom or a bad week in your bedroom or even a bad six months in your bedroom. That is not going to give you yield any type of goodness in your life no because when you hurt her especially when you have children involved oh yes. oh my goodness you hurt her you hurt your children yes you hurt him you hurt your children and it is very possible to have a sex life that seems dwindling because of things happening in the house let's evaluate right yes let's reevaluate what is happening in our home that is causing us to basically drift apart. Is it that you're overwhelmed? Is it that I'm overwhelmed? Yeah. Do we feel like the workloads are too heavy? Mm -hmm. Do we feel like the duties of the children are too heavy? 
Do we feel like our communication is lacking? Yeah. Do we feel like someone isn't emotionally invested? Uh-huh. There are so many moving parts in a marriage that can cause someone to to drift from intimacy. Yes, a lot. Those things weigh on you emotionally a whole lot. Workload, parenting, just doing things around the house, or working outside the home, how many hours you work a day. Sometimes your motivation, your energy just don't be there. It's just not, it's just, it's just not there. You got to find some way where someone can emotionally fill your cup up again to give you energy to do it, to do things like that. You got to fill that cup up to feel that way. Hey, you know what? I want to engage in this activity. But mm-hmm. if it's not happening, then that's when your love got to kick in. Love got to kick in and say, hey, let me assess my partner's needs. What's going on? Communication, like you say. What's going on? What's making you feel this way? Do I have an understanding of how you feel? And do I have an understanding of why this is not happening? Yeah. If you have an understanding of why it's not happening, then you're looking at it from a selfish point of view. you got to look at it as, hey, we are a team. Let's figure this out together so we can enjoy ourselves together. Yeah, because they're... There, like, like we said, so many factors, and there are so many ways to rectify whatever is happening. Whether it be okay, we might need a couple's trip. <laughs> Let even if it's a, a staycation, sometimes you just need a new environment. Yes, you do. Sometimes you just need to step out of your element, your everyday, your routine, and in embark on a on a journey, even on an adventure of any kind, even if it's. For one night, go do go eat somewhere you've never eaten. Yeah. Go to a jazz club you've never been to. Go to a hotel here in your town you've always dreamed of going to. Step out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised how much love can be ignited just by making that little bit of effort. But if you have the the child care, or if you have the monetary need means. Mm-hmm. Go on a trip. Even if it's only a three-night, four-day, two-night, three-day trip. Yep. Go on a little weekend getaway. Get out of your element. Yes. Try loving on her when she first wakes up in the morning. When she first wakes up in the morning, the first thing you do, give her a kiss. Give her a tap on the booty. Let her know that you see her. Yes. That I you love you her. And I see you. Yeah. Like, let give her some type of emotional impact. In the beginning of the day. That way, by the end of the day, she ready for you. i tell you, you know what? When you say that, I even think about another thing, too. Like, you know, again, spontaneous. Also, just giving your loved one a mental break. Mm, a take mental, over some duties that they normally Take do. over some duties. You know, yeah. like, if you're at home cooking and cleaning and taking care of kids that's emotionally yeah. driving your brain somewhere yeah. else where you just want to shut down. Yeah. If you knew that when I come home. I'm gonna come in and say, "Hey, I need you to sit down for me. Take you, I take you an hour break. Go sit in the car, or something. Turn the air conditioning on. Listen to some music. Whatever you want to do. Yep. Just get out of this atmosphere for one whole hour. Do you know how that yeah, one hour, how impactful it is for the next 23 hours for that person? Now, if you think about this, now think about giving your spouse a one hour mental break. Go do whatever they want to do for that one hour. Okay." Mm-hmm. All right, mm. you get that mental break, you come back energized and ready to go, and then you're gonna love that person for giving that break because they thought about yeah. you, not about themselves, but they thought about you to say, Hey, you know what? This person gave me a break, I'm back up, I'm ready to go, I'm energized. Now, you know what? Tonight, I'm gonna lay it on you tonight because, <laughs> you know what? Guess what? I appreciate what you did for me, I'm gonna yeah. show you my appreciation. That's it, reciprocates, right? Yeah, it, uh, nothing is sexier 
than a man coming in and recognizing that, especially when you're a stay-at-home mom, even a working mom. Yeah. There is nothing sexier than a man coming in and realizing your load is heavy and I need to take some things off of it. Yes. Like, sometimes we don't realize that we are hurting our marriage more than anything by by just assuming <laughs> everybody is good. Yeah. Don't assume I'm good because I came I, I came you came in and I was smiling and yeah. I was happy to see you. I'm burning and boiling on the inside. Right. And at the end of the day, it would be nice if you could just switch that load of clothes for me while I'm still trying to nurse our child. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if you could, you know, while I'm trying to flip this 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 uh whatever getting something out the oven or whatever i'm doing in the kitchen to cook it would be nice if you could make sure you get the kids you know in the in the bathtub you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like you see them running around you see what time it is tell them to get in the bathtub instruct them be parent them for a second while i'm doing what i'm doing in the kitchen right you know like it would be nice if you just stepped in for a minute and that is the sexy there is nothing let me tell you <laughs> baby I, I literally will give it to you every single day because at the end of the day you take <laughs> care of me even though life still seems so overwhelming for me because it's just that's just how i'm built i'm a woman yeah. i'm a hurdle i'm just emotional and overwhelmed all the time i i actually have many moments of yeah. Be yeah. able to yeah. inhale, exhale. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you make sure if I need to go out with a friend, I could do that and you're not complaining. You're not telling me, oh, but what about dinner? Or what about these clothes? Or yeah. did the kids. No, you're like, oh, baby, I got it. And literally, if there's a frozen pizza in there or leftovers in there, you're going to hook it up. Do you cook? No. But do I make sure that there's things in the freezer to make sure? Y'all good if I'm not here, yeah. And you make sure to take care of that and you do not complain. You know, hearing what you're saying is motivating. It's motivating to say, hey, you know what? With everything that you're saying, I hear it, I'm listening to it. I'll make sure those things fall through. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I'm saying? I want my prize at the end of the day. I'm looking forward to that prize. Let's make you feel that way. That's how it's gonna happen. Looking forward to me you know what I mean? Okay, I see. I think it has a lot to relieve in their oppression. And you know, one thing you said about you being emotional and that's how you think. You know, getting to archetypal think of your your character. Mm-hmm. You know, your 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 spouse. How do your spouse think about things? How do the emotions flow? They you know what I mean? In. What's the archetypal thinking? You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. are they a passive thinker? Are you a assertive? Are you an aggressive thinker? Yeah. How do you counter their thinking and help them get back into a place where I'm ready to receive love and give love? Yeah. You gotta put that person in that kind of mode to do that, and it's, it's, it all comes by observing and looking at your partner and know what's going on. Know your partner. Know what they're going through. Know what makes them happy. Know what makes them smile. If you know any of those things, then you feel like you're just a person that my needs not getting met. Well, you know what I mean? If you, need, if you really care about your needs, you would care about the other person's needs first. Because guess what? Ultimately, to get what you need it's a give and take relationship. It's give and take. It's better to be a cheerful giver. Ah, okay? Like the pastor always if you are a cheerful giver to your spouse, yeah. male or female, you are somehow meeting their needs and trying to find a way to unlock their happiness so they can continue to keep moving forward on. Because at the end of the day, when you think about the order of things that God really intends for mm-hmm. a marriage, it is him 
God first. God first. And then your spouse. Spouse second. No, yes. you you aren't on that list. You want to know why you're not on that list? Because at the end of the day, if your spouse is always putting you first, mm-hmm. then you're always getting what you need. Yep. If I need to go be with my friends or if I need to go and escape into a bathtub full of bubbles and candles and oh, a good book. Just yeah. to give myself 30 minutes or an hour or a couple of days to myself. If I mm-hmm. need to go on a staycation, you're going to fulfill those needs because yep. you're putting your spouse first. If you're putting me first and I'm putting you first, everybody is getting what they need. Everybody's getting there what they need. There is never a need to put you first. Yes. I don't need to put myself first because you put me first because I put you first. It's definitely an an order that needs to be adhered to if you're going to be successful cheating is never the answer cheating always results in disaster even if that person forgives you yep (laughs) they will never forget what you did it will always be a stain on your relationship your relationship, if it does ever get back the same, you are going to go through hell and high water to get it back there. And honestly, it never will. It's tainted now. Yes. That- and no one, no matter where they are in their life or what they may be doing to you, it, 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 you, because I'm doing something to you, you doing something to me, this ain't going to work. Yep. This tip for tat thing is not going to work. It's not going to work. When was the last time you communicated to me that you were lacking? Yep. When is the last time you did something to help me so that you don't have to be lacking? Yes. When is the last time you made me feel good? Once again, putting your spouse first so that she could or he could put you first, right? And I'm I'm sorry, but there is definitely a way to walk away. I know it that is. hand. It, it, it is a way to walk away. It is a way to walk away. You think about collateral damage when you do it. It's a lot of things that happen behind it, it, especially if you have children. I mean, yes. like, you know, you look at your kids and you know how much you love your kids, you're protective over your kids. What if your kids was experiencing the same thing that you're giving your spouse experience of? Yep. Like, you know, how, what, does, what does that look like? I, I come from a broken home. My, you know, dad, you know, unfortunately struggled with infidelity my mom and his whole marriage and eventually it did end in him marrying the last person he was unfaithful with Mm -hmm. and i i found myself doing the same running yeah when you and i started experiencing some complications in the beginning of our marriage yeah and i honestly now looking back at it i cannot recall Honestly, I cannot recall us having a true conversation about my feelings. I just recall me telling you, do better, right? And not really expressing in a constructive way how you can go about doing that. And so that, for me, was definitely a dark time. I found myself emotionally connecting with someone I worked with. Right. And... I thank God every day that I remembered how my mom felt 
I remembered how I always felt as the child of that environment. Yeah. And I quickly realized <laughs> even if me and him never work, I want these children to still feel whole and happy because their parents left on good terms. Yes. We did not leave yeah. this relationship with someone feeling any type of negative way about the other. We were cordial we weren't hurtful and we still had love for each other i never would want my children to look at me and think about the hurt i caused their father yes yeah by stepping out on on our marriage and not giving their dad even the chance to get it right or to fix it or whatever the case may be and so i i i did walk away there were many opportunities for me to involve myself physically with this individual, but I chose not to because at the end of the day, it was the right thing to do. Even if you and I did not make it, mm -hmm. it was the right thing to do. You know, that's, that's a good example of you putting God first mm. in your marriage. I put him you know, first even before you. God, I showed you how to route demons. Yep. Demons of your past and how I try to use use your emotions against you to make the wrong choices. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, as a child, you know, I had a I had a small memory of infidelity in my parents' in my parents' marriage. Mm -hmm. And I saw how it affected me as a child. And when I saw what it, how it affected me as a child was I seen how my dad was providing, he was working really, really hard. But with the, the things that I saw was my parents' marriage was like an autopilot. Yeah. On one thing, autopilot. You know, I I I I make the home, I make I make the money. You, I, I bring home the bacon. You fry it. Yeah. And it's not there for a long time. And that not there for a long time causes stillness in the marriage. You know, but they was not even seeing each other. Because what's that happened? Needs stop not being met. Yeah. Because of those things. And as a child, seeing that. I saw how I can get fall to that same trap too as well. Yeah. Going to autopilot. I was working overnight. I went through autopilot. And then I started forgetting about what my wife needed and what I could do better and things like that. I, I was an autopilot. Hey, I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to put money in table. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But I didn't put my spouse first. Yeah. I, I, I put the needs of the whole family first. You know what I mean? And so that, that's a valid point of bringing that bringing that point across. Does it not feel good? No, it does not feel good. Of course but, not. But, uh, and I've been apologizing for years for oh, yeah. even putting you in a position where you you had to think, what if she did do this? Right. You know, and because at the end of the day, you have to have perspective from both sides. Right. I had to remember this man is providing. He's not neglecting me on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I lost I, I lost all sense of that in the moment, but I'm glad that I still had a, a love for you that ran so deeply that I just could not fathom hurting you that bad. Yes. And so then once the storm was over, I then realized, okay, I, I get I get why he found it so difficult to be what I needed when I needed it. And I'm glad we weathered that storm, and that storm is now over. He now gets it, and he more than likely will never do that again. And I too will communicate better. I too will understand more and more intentionally, and that way he don't ever have to worry about me doing any of that ever again either. Vice versa, same thing for me too as well. You know, you know one thing is I'm happy that you did make the right choice in that situation that you put on the armor of God. And went out there and fought. You know, you fought 
away from feelings and far away from thoughts, things like that. So, you know, I commend you for doing that too as well. And same thing for me is that, you know, learning from that experience and seeing things in that form of knowing, hey, you know what? I got to remember, hey, I'm not falling to autopilot. I'm not falling to autopilot. I'm not, I'm not falling, to that, falling to that same trap anymore. That's a great uh, remembrance and a great warning sign. Hey, when you learn something, you picked up on something new, let's take the old out, put the new in and keep moving forward with it. Mm-hmm. Now that's my whole thought process of going behind it. So yeah, I thank you a whole lot for making the right choices. Yeah, it definitely um, was the best choice and a choice that I don't regret. I definitely think that it's possible to think about your spouse in the moment of a uh, heat and passion. I think that yeah. there's got to be a point where, okay, so we're at a bar and we're drinking and we're doing a little flirting. Okay, now we're walking to someone's car or we're yeah. walking to our own cars to meet up at this place. Okay, now we're met up at the place and I'm about to get out the car. Okay, now I'm about to get out the car and I'm about to go in the building and go up the elevator. Okay, now I'm about to get off the elevator and go into the room. <laughs> now I'm about to take, like, there are so and many opportunities. I haven't even got, I haven't even gotten to oh, man. the part where you take off your clothes, yeah. you kiss, you make it to the bed, and you prayerfully suit up with some type of protection (laughs) and then like I haven't even made it to that all those steps and not one time do you think about the person that you are about to hurt right right like there has got to be a point where your conscience kicks in and you listen to it yes it does have a point your conscience kick in it's the same thing as far as like your own perspective of what you're doing in relationship and your marriage like you know what I'm saying I'm working I'm busting my butt I expect for you to give me what I need when I come home sometimes this doesn't work that way no it's just because I'm doing this one thing all day but what about what your spouse is doing at home on the other side so you can't just think about just yourself and what you're doing because like sometimes a lot of us have conversations about things that's happening hey man if you provide doing, 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 doing that she should be giving this thing to you all the time like if you're not getting you go find somewhere else like that part of it if you think selfishly about only what you're doing for uh for your marriage or for your friend for your household if you just think about just that one thing that one thing is not going to grant you sex it's not going to grant you sex. It's, it's, it's not the gift the gift is loving your spouse the way that they need to be loved yeah. that's just that, that's the point blank i, I think that you know Speaking of loving your spouse the way that they deserve to be loved, one of the things that bothered me so much when I was pregnant with London, you know, I was pregnant with London and and we were put off of sex really early in that relationship, yeah. in, that, in that pregnancy because of my high risk from my cervical cancer, my high risk status. And I had cysts on one of my ovaries. That It just was a lot going on. Yeah. And so at work, a lot of the guys used to feel like I I look good. And yeah. they used to tell me, I know he's tapping that every night. Pregnancy sex is the best sex. Yada, yada, right, yada. Right, right. And so I was very quick to be like, no, actually. Like, I, I can't. I can't. I can't have sex right now. So, no, he's not. You're disgusting. Leave me alone. Right. And they made a comment that I'll never forget. They were like, so you not doing nothing? Oh, he cheating. <laughs> yep, and I'm like, are you for real? It's like, yeah, just uh, because you don't work down there don't mean your mouth don't work. You got to be doing something. Nine months with nothing? Oh, he cheating. And I'm like, first of all, 
<laughs> I am really struggling in this pregnancy. I wish he would ask me to get on my knees and do anything with my mouth. Right. Second of all, it's nine months. We have the rest of our lives to be married. Right. And to make love. I I am high risk. What do you want me to do? Yes. I have to get this baby here safely. Why would he risk putting his child in danger? Third of all, if he ever stepped out on me while I am carrying his child, right. he can stay wherever he is. Yes. Because at the end of the day, I am sacrificing ultimately my life to give him a a a a a a, a baby. To yes. give him his blood related baby. Why would I to give him his seed it tolerate him stepping out on me? Y'all can you step out on your wife or whoever, but don't inflict that over here on his Yes. Family. This marriage is fine. He is fine. And he's expressed to me that he is fine. Yes. And at the end of the day, baby, it didn't take but about three, four weeks for that baby to come here for us to get right back in action with hey. every single kid. The minute right. I was healed, right. we was back in action. And no, I did not get pregnant in those six weeks either time because we were very careful. But <laughs> we, yeah, like it didn't take us no time to get back in action. And when the doctor, whenever the doctor did clear us, we would try of course we ended up always going back to not being able to have sex so like with autumn we didn't have sex at all but you know i just it's not okay to it's never okay that because your partner is pregnant and 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 having a hard time physically for you to go out there and lose all compassion for what you see her going through and just do whatever you want to do and think you get a pass because she can't do whatever you want to do. Listen, uh, just for you know, any any man's out there, uh, a good point of advice is this: you know, if your wife is struggling in pregnancy, your needs are not being met. You want to you want have some needs to be met. Just remember, man, you have an assignment. Think about it like this: where you have an assignment, your assignment is to, to protect your wife throughout her pregnancy and ensure that she has a successful delivery and the baby is here. You don't want to lose your baby. You want to lose lose your lose your family. You don't want to damage and uh you know con- contribute to a broken family before it even started. Mm-hmm. So I mean, think about that. I have an assignment. My assignment is for my wife to have a safe and sound pregnancy. That's what I want to see happen. If you let your knees get in front of that and damage that, it will be hard for you to live with that. Yeah. It might be your only chance to have a child. Maybe your only chance to have a child. And you just can't get upset about it if, that, if your only chance was lost. Because you contribute to that loss by pressuring your spouse to make you happy. You got you to gotta let that feeling go and see the bigger picture by protecting your wife. Yeah, I completely agree. I definitely think that, um, one, it is very possible for you to walk away from those situations. If you have not communicated with your partner then that's unfair you have to make sure you're communicating at all times how you're feeling don't assume that they should know don't assume sex is automatic sex is not always automatic what are you doing to contribute to the lack of sex if it's them 
Have you talked to them about the lack of sex? Have you talked to them about the neglect you feel? You have, and have you? Did you talk to them in a way that was effective? Yes. Where they could hear you. Like at the end of the day, you have to give your relationship its best shot. And the answer to it not working, though you've given it your best shot, is not stepping out on your partner. Because at the end of the day, your partner has feelings and is human. And how unfair for you to leave this human being scarred because you decided to be selfish. There you go. This was an amazing episode. It definitely was something we could contest to. And... I'm proud of us. I am proud of us. I am too. I'm very proud of us. I love you. I love you too, baby. Please be sure to comment below. Tell us what you think about this topic. It is definitely quite taboo. It is definitely one that people feel that, you know, can go one way or the other. So we want to know. We want to hear from you. Yes. See y'all next time. Next time. Hey there, Make It Last family. Thank you for your unwavering support and for choosing to be a part of this community. We want to ensure you feel heard, seen, and valued. And to do that, we would love it if you left us a review so that we could know how to best serve you moving forward. Don't forget to also follow our Instagram page, the Make It Last podcast, for any updates and private conversations. There you will find video footage of each episode, behind the scenes, and the ability to privately chat with us and share any concerns you may want us to address on future episodes. Again, thank you for being part of this community, and we pray you feel as loved as you truly are.